Good morning on this uh, Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We're going to pick up in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, starting in verse 3, as we have been uh, looking at God's provision for bringing us in to that which he has for us, that which is better. But sometimes it means we are going to go through crisis. It is going to produce hunger in us. We will go through periods of searching for God. Seek the Lord while he may yet be found. We are to seek him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Just as we are to love him. The scripture is very clear, especially in the Old Testament, how they sought God. In the New Testament, we have uh, being led by God, by the Holy Spirit, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 14 and 15 and 16. We have being led by the, by the scriptures. Jesus himself had told the, the Pharisees and the scribes, he had told them concerning the word of God in the book of John in chapter 5. He had told them that you search the scriptures, you search them because uh, you think you have eternal life. But in reality, the scriptures are the ones that speak of me. They're the ones that point to me. They're the ones that are actually uh, bringing you to the place where you get to know me. If you would pay attention, search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. This is John 5.39. And they are they which testify of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. So in, in this scripture, we see something really simple. And that is, in the word of God, from the beginning to the end, we are going to find the Alpha and the Omega. We're going to find the beginning and the end, which is Christ himself. We're going to find the word, the Logos of God himself. And when he tells them, in chapter 8 of verse uh, uh, 3 of Deuteronomy, this is the very exact same thing that Jesus quoted in the book of Matthew, in the book of Luke, in the book of uh, Mark, concerning when he was being tempted out there in the wilderness. And uh, it says, And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. And fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee to know that man does not live by bread alone, only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God does man live. Remember, Jesus said, uh, 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 you won't come to me that you might have life. In God, we truly find life, life eternal, life of a higher quality, life that is better than just physical life. Physical life needs to be sustained by physical things, but the word of God, which is eternal, can also provide not only physical life for us, but it can provide spiritual life. Moses went on his fast and was sustained by God supernaturally. The times that he went and fasted, Elijah fasted 40 days and he was sustained by uh, what the angel had prepared for him to eat. 
And Jesus fasted 40 days and he was sustained uh, by God supernaturally as far as strength and everything. But naturally he did not eat anything. But the scripture says, but man shall live by every word. Now, when you go to the New Testament, uh, it uses man shall live by every rhema. That is every spoken word of God. When God speaks, his creative power is in his word. And when he spoke, the worlds came into being. When he spoke, the ages came into being. When he spoke, light came into being. In other words, when God speaks, things happen. Because his power and his faith and everything proceed out of his word. And he hastens to perform his word when he has spoken it. So we are to live by the word of God. As Christians, it's not just something that we do Okay, I'm going to do my daily reading. No, it is part of our nourishment. It, it, it is necessary for the spirit man to be renewed. Necessary for the spirit man, spirit man to be strengthened. Paul talked about in Ephesians about the inner man being strengthened. The inward man being strengthened in Corinthians. And that means that we have inside of us the real us that lives in this physical fleshy body. And he is sustained by hearing God, by obeying God. We are led by the Holy Spirit. We are led by and guided by the word of God truly as a lamp and a light unto our feet. The, these are, are, are I'm going to use no-brainers. These are, but then there are other things. Many times the providence of God, of how things are arranged and things happen, uh, as we had learned with that one uh, uh, Shemanite woman, that she happened to be right at the place where the king was and where Gehazi was, who was telling the king about her son being raised from the dead. Now, that was the providence of God. He made the lines cross and intersect so that their paths would cross and intersect just perfectly. God will bring people into our lives. He will also take people out of our lives. There are those that are there and meant to be there for just a, 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 a moment in time and others that are basically going to be there uh, your entire life. And, of course, I'm talking about husbands and wives and and children. The scripture continues and it says in verse number four, your clothing did not wax old upon thee, neither did your foot swell these 40 years in the desert. Now remember, God is the one that led them. He's the one that fed them. He's the one that provided for them. And he wanted them to know that man shall not live. It's not enough to just build a house and have a house. It's not enough to just eat your three meals a day or X number of meals, whatever one eats. It's not enough. We must be able to recognize that the word of God truly is as much nourishment for to us today 
as it was back then for the prophets and for the Christians of uh, the New Testament 2,000 years ago, that has not changed. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 5, the scripture says, I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothing are not waxen old upon you, and your shoe is not waxen old upon your foot. Now, it says here clearly, God is the one that did the leading. They, will, they also had the angel of the Lord. They had the pillar of fire. They had the cloud by night. So they were truly being led. Now remember, there was serpents out there in the desert. There was all kinds of other dangers. There was the enemies of the different lands. And God is the one that led them step by step. And this would take us to Psalm 119, where the scripture says, Order my steps. Order my steps, Lord. But it's not just order my steps. Not just put them in order. But literally the scripture is saying, Take my foot, Lord, and one step at a time. Put my foot where it should be each and every step that I take. Why? So that we'll know that truly it is God that is leading us and that it, he, it is He that is guiding us. He wants to protect us. He wants to bring us to the place where we should know that He is in control. Psalm 119 verse 33 says, Order my steps in your word, not apart from your word, not even according to my circumstances, not even according to my needs, not even according to my problems. Order my steps according to your word. Guide me and lead me where you need to lead me according to your word. That's why it is so important that when we are in any type of crisis in our life and we begin to hunger, our search should begin first with God and His Word. Because God and His Word are both eternal. The Holy Spirit will guide us, He'll prompt us, He'll give us intuition, He'll give us that inner witness on whether to take that step or not. And as He does, and we obey Him, then we get to eat of the fruit of the Lamb. If we take a wrong step or go in a wrong direction or if we disobey or if we don't want to follow, then things are not going to go well with us. It doesn't just stop there. It says, Order my steps in thy word. Let not iniquity have dominion over me. So not only order my steps, but don't let iniquity that that lineage of, of uh, inherited uh, consequences of the past, don't let them have dominion over me, but deliver me from the oppression of man, and I will keep, I will keep, I will keep your precepts, and then make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. As we look at these things, then we begin to understand that the more our steps are ordered of the Lord, the more that we walk, the more that He led them, even though 
the f entire 40 years, he caused them to hunger. He caused them uh, uh, to be tested in all things, whether it was the water that they needed, the food, uh, whether it was protection from their enemies, whether it was the, 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 the serpents abiding them. He had made provision in every area. If you look at the staff that's made out of a, a, a brazen serpent, you will be healed. So he was their provider. He was their banner over them when they fought the Amalekites and their enemies uh, out there. He was their provider of giving them food uh, when they needed the quails, when they needed the manna. You begin to look at God's word and you begin to see that he truly did lead them. But even when they were going through something, God did not just simply say, okay, well, we're going to go around this way. We're going to avoid the problem totally. But they went right through these things. But it also demonstrated what was in their life and in their heart. And that was the complaining, the murmuring, the bickering, the, the, the rebelliousness that was in them. How much they still wanted to go back to Egypt. Even though they were promised a, bre uh, a better land, they were promised a new land uh, where everything was already going to be prepared for them. The houses were going to be built. The vineyards and the orchards were already going to be prepared. They were going to eat of that which was better than where they had been before in Egypt. But they did not understand. Just as many times we as Christians don't understand that we have to be led by God. We have to be fed by God. We have to know that every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord is so that man, so that we can live by and from that word. Yes, their clothing got old, but think of it this way. Our, our righteousness must fade away, but his garment, his righteousness must shine brighter and brighter every single day. And of course, being prepared with the gospel, think of it as our feet shod uh, with the preparation of the gospel, the shoes of the gospel, so that we're able to walk and take the good news. If our feet swell up while we're taking the journey, we're, we're going to be hindered. We're not going to complete our entire task. So God provided what was needful as he provides for us the clothing of righteousness that we're to be clothed in, being shod with the preparation of the gospel, which are our shoes, and being led by the Spirit of God, being led by the Word of God, and having his life being produced in us. And then, of course, uh, it's a reminder in Deuteronomy 29, 5. I have led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not gotten old upon you, and your shoes have not gotten old upon your feet. Consider your path. Consider your walk with the Lord. Consider how he is leading you to bring you out of something and to bring you into something new. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Keep looking up. And the Lord richly bless you. Our redemption draweth near. Amen.